Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the roll of a 20-sided die. Hello, you probably listened to our bonus episode, so we're actually going to get straight into this episode. Cody's doing fine, I'm doing great, we're about to roll for initiative. And I want to go first because I think my world's going to be I, really good. Yeah, but I want to go first so I can get mine out of the way because... Oh, well, anyways... Shoot, I'm going second. Anyways, really quick, last week was... um. Board Game Worlds, where I did, like, a Haunted House, and Cody did Stratego. And this week, we roll to do the um the world that is the, the dream world of the co-host and why. Make sure that why is actually a part of this world when you tell it, because I am interested to know what, oh. why you think I like what I like. But anyways, so Cody just rolled. I think it'll be pretty clear once we get into it. <laughs> Cody just rolled, and then I'm... Okay, um, what did you roll? Uh, you tell me I first. I rolled a 10. Dang it! You're going first! How? What did you roll? I rolled a seven! Oh, man, you've been rolling really low recently, dude. I was even going to switch my dice because I was rolling low with this one, but I somehow still beat you. You seem real nervous, Jordan. You know, just just take uh, a breath. If the I'm episode's nervous. short, okay. we'll, just, we'll just stick no, the, the beginning No, the nervousness on. comes from just straight up. I don't like doing things like this often because... I'm always afraid that I'm going to disappoint the other person. So, like, with gift giving, like, Christmas sometimes gets stressful for me because I'm always afraid that the person is going to open their gift and be like, oh, thanks. And I'm, like, really afraid that I'm going to build this world and you're just going to be like, yeah, dude, I don't like any of that. And so, like, that's okay, my fear. I promise I'll lie to you. No, don't, no, don't lie to me. Just tell me straight up, bro. I don't like being lied to. That's no, the thing I'm going to lie now. Gifts. But just, like... Understand, so, that means that if I say that I like it, that means that I don't like it. And if I say that I don't like it, that means that I do. Ugh, brother. Okay, here we You go. seem sweaty right now. I think it's just hot in my apartment, actually. I don't think it's a sweat of mm-hmm. nervousness. Yeah, you, you have like a nervous sheen about you. <laughs> oh, man, that's just... Ugh. Okay, well, I'm going to go into it. So I decided to try to make a dream world. I'm going to kind of do a story at the beginning... I'm gonna no. You know what? Okay. Screw that. I'm gonna have confidence about this world. This world is good because Cody's gonna like it no matter what. Hang Um, on, hang on. I believe. Can you just guarantee me? Hang on. Can you just guarantee me that one thing is in it? What? Are there just boobs everywhere? Just no. Unnecessary fan servicey boobs. No. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna like this. I don't think I'm gonna like the world very much. Ah, jeez. Okay. Here we go. Confidence. Power, strength, you got this. You are important and special, and Cody likes your ideas, no matter what. Pour myself I don't like glass what you're water. doing right now, man. I, anything is better than this now. I'm trying you to hold up, but I'm you so just nervous. hit okay. rock bottom. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my you, gosh. Okay, I got this. You sit down to podcast with your weird friend from college, and a bright flash happens. Suddenly, you are teleported to a completely different world. You no longer hear the grating tones of your co-host's voice. You feel relaxed and elated to be in this new world. You exit the room where you were teleported to, and a man comes up to greet you. Welcome, Mr. Johnson. This is the world of your dreams. Allow me to be your guy in this world that was perfectly made for you. Hey, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm I'm imagining this guy right now that just came and introduced myself to me. I imagine he's like an Alfred type, like kind of a butler. That's what I was going for. Perfect. Does he he have a sweet rack? No. Why why are you doing this to me? D cup or better? I'm just curious. He's, he's more. He's, is he like straining he's a to ve- pop he's out a of a very his perky A cup. He's a very perky A cup. That's just never mind. <laughs> dude, I'm already let down. Dude, we're not. We're not going down that rabbit hole, man. 
Okay. Um, We're going okay. down this rabbit hole. I'm already disappointed with him. So, first in this world, you will notice that the world is round. The idea of this world being flat only exists for your amusement. Those who believe in this theory share it, but their weirdest <laughs> ideas are kept in the library of weird for your own entertainment. Second, the atmosphere is clear and bright, and the air will stay fresh even if you are indoors. Beyond, uh, sorry, beyond civilization is a great forest of dry trees of all varieties that are to be harvested for creative means, but we will go into that later. So... I went into because I know you like looking at weird conspiracies and flat Earth stuff. It just—it's for your amusement. It exists, but no one takes those people seriously. Not even like how some of those people are taken seriously in this society. Like no one cares. But their thoughts are recorded into the Great Library for amusement purposes only. Okay, so further on is an ocean, but despite the ocean being deep and blue, there are no whales, no anglerfish, and no sea monsters <laughs> of the deep. The ocean is perfectly safe to swim and travel in. Along the lines of monsters, snakes are not prevalent in this world, so you need not be afraid. Despite these changes, the ecosystem is still sustained. Because, you know, magic. Well, and also, I don't think that you could... I think an ecosystem could exist without snakes and whales. I'm just and saying. But I, I'm just I think saying, they're both kind of apex predators. I, I, I know you hate those things, so I freaking off them in this world. I mean, that's good. That was a good choice. You're that was welcome. a good choice. Okay, so he likes it so far. Or he's lying to me. Oh, God. Um, okay. So, the inhabitants in this world are humans. Races still exist, but as in... As, okay, sorry. Let me start that again. Races still exist, but as in every one's dream world, racism is pretty much gone, and the chance of war is very limited. So... There are black people. I didn't make this Cody's Aryan dream as I wanted to. <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> so racists still exist in my dream no, world? No, racists. Like, p- different people exist, but not racism and oh. racists. Yeah, I know. I didn't enunciate well. I thought you just... <laughs> I thought you were just like, yeah, racists are still here. Because I know you're into that. Like, what? I mean, I didn't like Black Panther, but that feels a little harsh. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so society. There are cities and town, but society exists in many close-knit communities. The people are friends and genuinely get along. Most of these societies are made up of tinkerers. They build and create, but a lot of the times they take things apart. They are known to tinker with any and all objects. No part is ever thrown away, just taken and changed from one form to another. It's kind of like energy. So if you have an old car, for example, <laughs> that car is kept alive as long as possible, and when it finally breaks down, it is taken for parts. This happens with all objects. Okay, got it. Wait, the wait. People respect the technology of this world, and they learn from everything they work with. Learning from the items you tinker with is heavily promoted and taught. What's up? Okay, so this is a world of racist uh, hoarders. Got it. <laughs> no! Okay! It's not hoarders, but I know... So it's like, Kentucky. No, I get it. No, I know you like to take things. You like to take things apart. You like to build. You like to change things from one for another. You kept your car alive for, what, like 15 years? Yeah, so far this is a lot better than my world. I know that you like to build things and you like to work with things. I've seen you take things apart before, and I know that's like... Yeah, no, this is really this like. is a lot better than my world, Jordan. No, it's not. This is a lot better than what oh, I did. It's it all is. Yep, so far it's better. Okay. So, anyways, back uh. <laughs> back into it. 
The objects that are tinkered with are gathered from all ends of the world in ancient abandoned cities. These cities are explored by the inhabitants of this world by adventurers. If you want to get the best items to tinker with, you need to go with a group of your closest friends and explore these areas. These cities have a magical aura around them, get, granting you magical powers once you enter the area. Once you leave, these powers are taken away, but stored, so upon re-entering that specific area, you get your abilities back. So think of each area as if it was like its own D&D campaign. You can level up and gain more skills and powers. Yeah, I got it. Hey, man, I wrote a script and I'm following the script. <laughs> you... <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. I need to ask something. Do you write down every word that you say? Um, I It, it depends. Worlds like this, I wrote an exact script. Most of the worlds... I have insane person outlines, just random scribblings yeah. of ideas. Yeah, most worlds I will do an outline and then I will have like bullet points that I follow and like elaborate on. But um, this I have like a pretty much exact script because I was actually like eh, nervous about this world. So, okay, so you can explore these areas, interact with many people that exist in these areas. So also there exist fantasy creatures such as trolls, ogres, dragons raves etc 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 in these areas these creatures are only prevalent in these areas so the rest of the world is not endangered by them so you're not just going to have a dragon fly over the city and burn down like the city of tinkers like it's not going to be like bright where you just see a dragon fly past the moon in one scene actually it kind of sounds exactly like bright in that there's dragons in the world but they don't matter uh, they're just there for hey, like stop. decoration kind of like centaurs you know they're just there for decoration. Well, area so you can do your own D&D campaign, man. I did this for you. No, I get it. Anyways. I get it. I get it. I'm, don't I'm like on board. It, I'm on board. It. This is better than okay. what I did. The no, I like it. The inhabitants in these worlds use these areas like real-life role-playing or Dungeons & Dragons areas. A quote-unquote campaign... Oh my gosh, there's LARPing. Yeah. So a quote-unquote campaign is never finished, but always remains open for those who want to explore. Healing magic exists in this world, so the communities make sure that no one ever dies in these areas. So outside of being a tinkerer and explorer, you can also be a woodworker. Yeah, that's appropriate. To like all of your likes right now. So these woodworkers. Yeah, I'm really into working work wood. wood. Um, sorry, we are not going to be a dirty podcast. No, it's not happening. No, I'm really, I'm really like kind of desperate to do it now that I know that your mom listens. I like <laughs> want to try to say, I want to get you to say something weird and disgusting. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? See, like but that's you my do goal. That with me being the one who edits it, I can always change or take out things how I like it. Yeah, but I want it to be a funny enough moment that you're like, man, I really got to leave this in. I really, I have to. So outside being a tinker and explorer, you can be a woodworker. These woodworkers take trees from the forest and create with them. Whether that is art or simply a table, it doesn't matter. All woodworking is promoted. There are schools and apprenticeships that help teach everyone woodworking. It doesn't matter your age or your skill level. You can start woodworking whenever you want. I realized I use the wood, wood woodworking in every single sentence in this paragraph. You got to stop being so self-conscious. It Jordan. doesn't matter. The, the architecture in these communities are made up of the things that the tinkers and woodworkers create. It is a very beautiful and artistic community. For these Three different factions, if you must, you can be whatever you want at any time. You don't have to completely dedicate your life to one way. Anyone can do anything. So you can be an explorer, a woodworker, a tinker, whatever. I also had something about a robotics conversation, a uh, competition, but I think I cut that out, apparently. Cool. Cool. That's about how my life is right now. Used to go to robotics competitions. Now that's been cut out. <laughs> yeah, so, so there was robotics competitions, but that's not in there right now. Um... 
So this is a world where art is truly promoted. They care about art in all forms. It's not just the mainstream art that is promoted or pushed. This is clear with the media of this world. Indie games, weird music, movies, and TV shows are all created. It's not just like, you know, your popular like crime shows aren't the biggest things in these worlds. You'll get a little the little bit of weirder side in these worlds. So these ideas don't necessarily have to fit in the popular tropes that exist so anything creative goes. Also, the creativity is not all held by big companies. Individuals are encouraged to create. Nothing is discouraged. So Music is appreciated greatly. There is an emphasis on punk music, but the more creative the better. Pop music isn't just pushed to the forefront, but these weirder songs such as that song by Three Inches of Blood that you had me listen to last week is also appreciated. So I did this part of it to kind of get at your weirder side because I know like with movies you appreciate something that not necessarily is good, but is creative. Whoa. And I know like you pump like, your brakes. Rubber is a great movie. The movie about a tire becoming exactly. sentient and then murdering people. That's solid gold right there. Thank you for proving my point. I actually, I like the monologue at the beginning of that movie, but anyways, moving on. Wait, did I tell you my funny story about that movie? This is a really brief aside. Go on. It's pretty good. Go. I went to like Christmas three years ago and was talking to one of my cousins. Who, Christmas is a place, apparently. It is, in Indiana, yes. Um, but I was at family Christmas, right? And one of my cousins, who's like, I think, five, six years older than me, um, I walk in, I sit down, and I, like we maybe talk to each other like five times a year, you know, at, at holidays, birthday, whatever, you know. So I sit down, and he yeah, goes, hey, I'm mad at you. And I'm like, what? He, oh, he's like, why did you tell me to watch Rubber? I'm like, I didn't tell you to watch the movie rubber i've never heard of the movie rubber and he's like no you told me stevie you need to watch this movie called rubber it's really important and i'm like i have never seen that movie he's like well we're gonna watch it now so uh, over uh, on christmas eve i sat there with all my cousins and we watched rubber and it was one of the best movies i've ever seen in my life and the thing is your movie taste is why i wasn't surprised at all that the first movie that popped in your head was rubber <laughs> Because I knew that's something you would like. That's totally a Cody thing. It's just the movie that someone got really mad at me about that I didn't actually suggest to them. Because I, I have suggested terrible movies to people as, as jokes before. Yeah, and like, so I know you appreciate, like, it's not always like, oh, this huge mainstream movie that made millions of dollars. I know you appreciate movies, media, like different music of all sorts. And like, you like creative things. So anyways. No, that makes sense. This is pretty much a world of hobbies. A world where you are allowed to explore your hobbies and you will find many people who do the same and support you. Like, everybody is trying to find a hobby that fits them. And, like, it just happens that woodworking, tinkering, and exploring are the three biggest things there are. Um, okay, so the last part. Oh, gosh, this is one I'm actually nervous about. In the center of the largest city in this world is the Great Library. I mentioned it before because, you know, they have the section of the weird where you can find many books of weird conspiracy theories and whatnot. There is a large section of philosophy, <laughs> one focusing on religion. There are, you know, a large range of sci-fi and fantasy novels. But the biggest section is dedicated to love and, most importantly, romance. And not your crappy yeah, you romance novels, which you, which are just smut and you know discussing like you know sex witches or something weird like that. Wait, are those not? No, there? no, they they like exist, but that's not like the most. That's not all it's for. It's not just sex witches. It has many stories that are fun. They're great love stories. They're deep. Whatever you need them to be to like this world. 
<laughs> so no one is looked at as weird for enjoying this type of literature. <laughs> you know, because I'm totally one who judges people, you, who like this type of literature. What? <laughs> Actually, I honestly almost bought Uprooted the other day. Dude, it's not a romance novel. It's really yeah, good. I'm, I'm it, prob- like, you should really like, read I it. I read the script from the back. It sounds like Howl's Moving Castle for adults, so I kind of want to get it. It kind of is. Yeah, that's that's not a bad description of it at all. It's super good. Like that's not a that's not a I like it when characters kiss book. That's like a Yeah. This is a good fairy tale yeah, book. Yeah, I think I might get that. Anyways, um and because you know, Cody, the last thing I have to say, because this is your world, it's made specifically for you. You get at first access to all the new books in this great library. So, I hope you enjoy living in this Ooh. world. And by the way, I don't know if you understood this too much at the beginning. I don't exist in this world, so you don't have to hear my awful voice. <laughs> I was actually going to ask about that. <laughs> so anyways, this is a world made and then for I you, forgot. buddy. Enjoy it. Happy birthday, I guess. <laughs> okay, Jordan, are you ready? I liked your world, first yes! of all. It was much better thought out than mine. I'm so happy. It, it, I think it was more sincere to my actual interests, but I I do like my world. Can I tell you the name of my world for you? Um... Sure, go ahead, buddy. It's gonna be boobs and anime, so go ahead. It it is it is anime, but just like let me get to it. Don't 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 think about it in that lens right now. Um, the name of this, I'm just gonna say it's the title of the show that you're living in. Um, is Mecha Marshall Music Academy? <laughs> just by the title, that sounds like right up my alley, like Mecha Marshall. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it is. Oh, okay, okay, so check it oh, out. God. Here's the world that you live in. There are um, giant robots yep. that fly around in space and fight giant kaiju monsters. Hey, did um, I? Okay, here, really quick. And I want to interrupt you. Did I ever tell you, like, my reasoning of becoming an engineer? No, uh-uh. Like, so here's what I tell, like, everybody who asks me who's not, like, a, you know, job interview or something. Like, all my friends who ask me, like, why did you want to become an engineer? And I say, well, I wanted to become an engineer because giant robots fought in space. Because at a young age, I yeah. watched Gundam, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to do that one day. And then I ended up making friars. Yeah, funny how yeah, real life right? works, isn't Anyways. it? I, uh, I control poop, so, you know. <laughs> but I actually really like my job. Anyways. <laughs> um, sometimes. It, it has its rough days. Yep. Anyways, so, uh, Mecha Marshall Music Academy. So, the backdrop of this world is... Uh, Space travel exists, whatever. And basically, once we got out there, we found these giant kaiju, which are like Godzilla-esque supernatural monsters. And in order to fight them... I said I know what a kaiju is, bro. Well, not everyone, you know, has seen Pacific Rim or Godzilla, so... There goes Tokyo. Anyways, I need to find my notes for this next section. These are giant robots that fight monsters, but what was discovered was um, two things. One, controlling a giant robot is really difficult, right? Um, so at first they were staffed by like hundreds of people because these things were enormous, but that ended up being too difficult to, um, like coordinate. You know what I mean? It was too many people trying to do too, too many different things to get these robots to fight. So what ended up happening was they found out the best way to do it was to have about five to six, maybe sometimes four, sometimes two, but generally in that four to six range, people controlling these robots can i can i just mention something really quick what you, it i mean hopefully you get to it but it kind of sucks you presented this world with robots like oh there's robots they fight monsters but it's really hard to use a robot so you'll probably never get to use a robot no 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 no. listen just let me get to it okay okay because here's what they found out the the most ideal way to do it is to have 
like anywhere from two to six, but mostly four to six people controlling the robot. But here's the thing. Those people have to be in perfect sync to control the robot. And the best way for them. Yes. But the best way for them to do that is not some BS science machine. No, no. They have to play music together because that's actually like one of the best ways to get people to like. That's so cool. Work in harmony together, right? Is to like, that's like when people's like brains match up the most is like, they've done studies on that. That like when you play music with someone else, it like creates a stronger bond with them because you have to be in sync with each yeah. other. Yeah, it's cool. So, so basically these are giant guitar playing robots that are powered by a band playing in their head. And that's what fights the big space monsters. Okay. So here's season one of, here's season one of this show called Mecha Martial Music Academy. Uh, Mecha Martial Music Academy is the academy where young people go to learn to play in the bands that control GEAR. GEAR stands for uh, Galactic Environment uh, Audio Robot. That is the giant robots that fight the giant space monsters in space. They're called GEAR, right? Yeah. Um, so basically what happens is bands have to go and like audition for GEAR. So like there are these robots that are like better and worse than the other ones. And so, like, people are always kind of trying to compete for whichever one's best. But that's kind of the adults. And where the show starts, our main character, Jordan, is, like, whatever freaking anime high school age. You know what I mean? Like, that middle age, somewhere between 18 and, like, 12, depending. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, between, like, 12 and 20, because, you know, since it makes. Right, like... Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. There's some jokes that I have there. But anyways, so Jordan, you actually have to help me make this world a little okay, bit. Cool. Um, so first of all, you have to pick which school you're going to go to when you go to the Mecha Martial Music Academy. Because a lot of the training at the Mecha Martial Music Academy is the martial training to learn how to fight as a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the different schools all fight with each other a lot in like school sanctioned battles of the bands um, to like train up on how to do combat, yeah. right? Um, so you got four schools to pick from. You can pick pop, punk, metal, or indie music. Which which kind of band do you want to have? You said pop, punk, metal, or indie? I mean, for yeah. me to truly try, because things. it's what I like to play most, I would probably say um, either punk or indie, but probably leaning more towards punk. Because it's, e- it's okay, easy okay, to cool. get in so there, perfect. since you, I'm you... moving more towards bass recently. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you, do you want to be the bass player in your band? Sure. That's fine. I'm not, I want to be the singer. Okay, are you going to be the... S- no, okay, no, I don't. Okay, no, you can I, be I, the bassist. Okay, so the punk school is kind of like the one that's notorious for starting the most fights with the other schools, right? So this is kind of like... You know when you see like anime high school shows, there's always like the edgy looking people that wear a lot of black and have like the hair that goes yep. over one eye? Okay. That's what I wanted that's, to be that's in the middle school. school. You just got your- that's literally what I wanted to be. That's the school you just got yourself <laughs> into. Um... And this is where I'm going to kind of tell our story a little bit. Um, but anyways, so yeah, they're kind of like, you kind of join like the edgiest group. They're like notorious for starting fights. They're kind of like the anti-heroes of this world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're going to, they take care of people, but they do it in like the wrong way. You know what I mean? Literally what I wanted to be in middle school. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, our story starts with like, um, it doesn't start with like the big normal anime musical introduction. You know what I mean? How there's always like, a song that's like way too loud that like busts in in the beginning of an anime and you have to turn down your tv until the anime starts and you have to turn it back up that doesn't happen right away instead we're sitting in a boring high school class everyone is in school uniforms that are like kind of a combination of old school suits but they have like tron lights on them you know what i mean so you can tell it's in the future yeah 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and the class you're sitting in is CCP, Combat Chord Progressions. <laughs> that was my best joke. That was that was the best joke in this whole thing. Um, anyways, your teacher Buddy is um standing at the front of your buddy class. Buddy, yes, Buddy He's, Holly. Um, no, I didn't say Buddy is in Buddy Holly, but he is kind of like a dorky looking guy with kind of a little bit curly hair, like dark hair and like big thick glasses. So the general teacher character. Uh, yeah, and he's wearing, uh, you know, a black suit with a bow tie. So definitely not Buddy Holly, different from Buddy Holly, except for in every way. <laughs> um, so, um, he's standing in front of the class, you know, and it's like a boring scene of him, like, teaching or whatever. And, you know, he's, like, wearing glasses so you can't see his eyes. <laughs> like in every anime, that's awesome. Like in every anime. And then, at one point, the alarm blares. And he doesn't really move, he just kind of, like pushes up his glasses you know what i mean and then all of a sudden you can see his eyes and then he's smiling a little bit and he says i have to go and he like runs out of the room right and so now is where we get like our musical credit scene with like a big long epic power ballad um but it's not like normal like what you'd expect to be in it it is a um it's all set to like old school surf music and you see Buddy, your combat um, instructor, meeting up with the rest of his band and getting on his ship or his gear to fly off into space and fight this monster. And while the credits are rolling, you hear like narration of it being a class five kaiju, which is like the biggest and the scariest kind. Um, and you see him fly off into space in his ship that once it gets there, transforms into um, a giant robot playing a Stratocaster wearing a bolo tie. Anyways, um as the song rolls on it's like a really upbeat song and it's like you know like big space battles of like the robot punching and playing guitar um the song's like super catchy and kind of poppy even though it's surf music um and with this anime every time a song is played the lyrics and chord chart are played across the bottom of the screen that's so cool so you can play along with it if you want you know you can like learn all these songs it like teaches you how to play them while you're watching the anime um so anyways, the battle's going great until at one point, like, the song changes key, it suddenly switches to minor, and you see the kaiju get in, like, a lucky oh. blow, and Buddy and his crew, his band, and their gear are knocked out of space and go crashing down to a planet, and there's, like, an explosion off in the distance. Looks like we're blasting off again! Yeah, so now we cut back to um, you in the classroom. Um, so... This was, like, um, the day that was set to be, like, the battle of the bands for your first year in this school. And your band is terrible. Yep. Um, your, uh, like, we see flashbacks of you guys trying to, like, play as a band together. And you can kind of do it, like, when you're just on a stage. But then as soon as you get in one of these uh, gear, these giant robots... Um, Whenever you play a song, it like, the robot just doesn't quite come to life. Like, you guys don't really jive super well. Hey, can I just stop you really quick? Yeah. Why is this not an actual anime? This sounds right. It's really amazing. good. It's I it's love really good. your idea right now. You said my world was better. How the heck is my world better than this? Because yours felt like more specific to me. This is just like a good anime for you to live in. I think. Anyways, I would live in this in a heartbeat, dude. Okay, let, let me get to this, though. Okay, so your band's, like, having, like, a rough time. Like, the band you're competing against for this is, like, the best pop band in the school. And the pop school is already the one that gets, like, the most attention and always wins the most battles of the bands because everyone usually likes them. They're always really in sync because they're very cohesive. You guys are all, like, edgy and doing your own things. Um, and you can never, like, really 
like all be on each other's you know you can like never all be in each other's heads very well you know what i mean because it's so individualized um so anyways we see flashbacks of you guys struggling um you're like working with practice gear which is like smaller robots that the school uses that are meant to battle each other Mm -hmm. so there are these big battles going on in space but you guys are kind of fighting in these smaller robots um that like you guys can all fit inside it but they're a lot smaller and they're just more meant to do like practice combat between bands Yeah, yeah yeah um so anyways like at your lowest point somewhere in this episode um you run into your roommate and your roommate is much shorter than you and much younger than you almost to the point where you're like should you really be in high school yet? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, he's a guy, he probably has like moppish blonde hair, and he's definitely voiced by a middle-aged woman. But he's a guy. <laughs> I love how you... Okay, you said you couldn't do an anime world. You just made an anime world. Like, what if I roll a nat 20? What are you going to do next week? Yeah, I, well, now we can't do anime world because I've kind of like... I've kind of blown my load on this, and this is just season one. There's a second season. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Keep going. Okay, so anyways, um, your roommate is a roadie, which is kind of like the fifth school or like the fifth part of this school that no one really talks about. And they're the people that maintain and work on gear. You know what I mean? So yeah. they build these robots, they create them, but they're kind of like the nerds and everyone picks on them. All of them, for some reason, seem to be like shorter, younger. All of them are voiced by women. You know what I mean? They're like the dorky nerd side character that's in every anime ever. That's always like this little shrimpy kid voiced by a woman. You know what I'm talking but about? All the female anime. characters are well, the younger female characters are all voiced by men. That'd be great. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hi, my name's so Tinas. Yeah. I I'm um, Chiyoko. I'm your um, roommate. Hello. I really like how you just busted out a really good anime name without even a moment's hesitation. <laughs> because Anyways. I'm a nerd, Cody. <laughs> so here's what you find out about your roommate, though. Um, he's, like, really shy and nervous, but after you guys get the report that your teacher buddy has been shot down, um, you see him, like, scribbling away in his notebook. And um, right before the Battle of the Bands, which you guys, like, have basically decided you're going to lose... He gives you guys an original song that he wrote that's like kind of an homage to um, like your teacher that's been shot down and like whatever. It's like something about like victory and like being a hero in spite of opposition. You know, it is like the anime ballad that's in every anime ever. So yeah. like the end of the pilot of this show. So, so like the is song you guys. Kill kill. <laughs> sure. Like that song. Exactly like that song in that Don't anime that I haven't way, seen. Cody. Don't lose your way. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's like the kind of like saccharine lyrics this thing has. But anyways, um, so the last episode of the pilot, like this is like episode one, the pilot ends with you guys like finally coming together as a band and kind of rallying around this idea of your like hero teacher being shot down, um, and like play this song and it's like the first time you see one of these gear come to life for you guys and you're able to like beat up the pop band or whatever right and then you yeah. guys become like one of the more popular bands in the school awesome. um so then anyways the rest of the first season is basically you guys like the coming of age story for your band right so oh, there's all these members of your of band that, that get in like these big huge robot battles and like the school itself is very um it's like very melodramatic. So, you know, it's like all about like stealing band members and like who's going to be the lead singer and like stealing each other's songs. Um, there's definitely a lot of episodes about like your little nerdy friend. Like he gets really upset and starts crying and yelling about how he matters and stuff like that. 
and how he eventually wants to be in a band, but no one will let him join. There's a robot prom episode that's like a little bit embarrassing because it's like the first time, like probably two characters kiss that you've been waiting to have it happen for a long time. So it's like a little bit of a fan service episode. And it's like the one that no one wants to talk about how much they liked, but they were like, finally, these two characters kissed. So, you know what so I mean? Here's what I'm learning is you can write an anime, an anime world given very little time like i'm so impressed by this i'm so happy with everything you're doing cody like um you make me i mean i'm pretty happy with it so far okay so that's the end of season one is basically graduation like you guys graduate from um the uh mecha marshall uh music academy oh oh i didn't tell you the colon what oh okay it's mecha marshall music academy colon harmony matrix Harmony Matrix is what makes the robot work, by the way. Ah, that's so cool. That is so I forgot, cool. I forgot that. Sorry. Okay, so then anyways. Season two. Season two is a lot like the second season of, um, what's it called? Reboot. So you remember in the first season of Reboot, there's the main character that's like a little kid. Yeah, and then he grows up and it's like really dark in the second season. Yeah, and he like has a scar on his eye. Yeah, and or I something. think he's missing an eye and he has a beard. And that's yeah. Okay. Yeah, so second season, um, hey, you just can I also, see... Really you, quick, we, like, we can talk about this another day, but um, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but apparently they did a live-action reboot of Reboot. That's that's horrible. That's we'll the worst thing about I've it ever another day. In my Amen. life. Reboot is so bad. <laughs> Anyways. It's so bad, dude. Keep going. Um, so... Um, the second season starts and it's like, again, there's like no musical intro to this episode, like the first episode of season two. Um, it's just like a completely dark um, deck or bridge of one of these giant gear robots. And we zoom in on the face of Jordan, our main character, except now he's older. He's like somewhere in that weird like 25 to 50 range where it seems like every anime adult is. They're like, how old are you? It's like, because you seem like you're 30, but you could also be 22. And you also seem like you're 50 sometimes. Right. Basically like Mustang's age. Like how old's Mustang? In Full Metal Alchemist. I think they wanted him to be like in his 20s, but he's definitely like late 20s, mid 30s. But he's like been in a war already. And I'm like, how old are you? And anyways. Yeah, but you can be in a war when you're 18. I guess that's true. But like, I don't know. It was it was just tough for me to figure out how old he was supposed to be. Okay, hold on. I want to look up what his age. Mustang age. Just really quick. Oh, he's 29. See? Oh, okay. Yeah, so almost 30. Almost 30. He's just... Late 20s, early, mid-30s. Um. Anyways, so, um. right, it's just, like, all dark with, like, your face, except now you have a beard and a big scar, probably over an eye. You know what I mean? You might be wearing an eye patch. You're wearing, like, a long black jacket with spikes on it someplace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Any, anyways, an alarm blares. It's very similar to the alarm that went off at the beginning of season one. And it says, warning, um, like, level five kaiju, right? And it's like, and the audience is like, oh, crap. This is like the exact same kind of thing that knocked out this character's teacher, right? I hope I don't die in um, the first episode. No, no. So this is where the music, like, um, so like the last line before the music kicks in is like, warning, level five kaiju. And then all of a sudden... All the lights go up and you guys start like rocking out a sweet song, right? You know oh, what I mean? So cool. Yeah, yeah, um, that's so cool. You have a new band now that's um controlling a gear and it like pans out and you're controlling like probably some kind of black knight looking gear, you know what I mean? Like all like dark and evil kind of looking, but like in a cool way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those 
Like, if there's ever, like, the kind of evil Gundam, you know what I mean? That's, like, a little bit of the edgy Gundam. Yeah. That's what you guys have. Gundam Edgelord. And um, we see, like, this awesome space guitar fight scene where you guys kill one of these level 5 kaiju that, like, no one has ever killed before. And then throughout this season, basically what we learn is that your guys' band has become, like, the experts in killing, like, these super dangerous kaiju. And the reason you're doing that is because you're still trying to find your teacher that you lost in the first season. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So, like, the second season is a quest to find that guy. And probably somewhere in that you start, like, learning crap about, like, where the kaiju come from and something about their spirit and how the robots have, like, some kind of sentience as well. You know what I mean? Like, all, Mm -hmm. like, the super, like, weird sci-fi stuff that happens in anime. Yeah. Um, So... Well, you are not fighting big kaiju, though. You're now a teacher at the MMMA, the... Frick, I don't remember what MMA. it is. The Mecha yeah. Martial Musical Academy. Uh, Mecha Martial Music Academy, of course. Yeah, yeah. So you teach there when you're not off fighting monsters. You're now teaching the class that... Um, what's his call? What's his name? Like Buddy. You know, like, you're now teaching combat chord progressions. Yeah, CCP. Um, it's really funny because I so know this kinda, world a little bit better than you already. <laughs> Right? So, like, you're kind of, like, following in his footsteps and are also trying to find him to, like, bring him back. Let's see. I think that's really, like... Oh, okay. Then there's two more things about this world that you really need to know. These are both kind of jokes. So, every teacher in the school is definitely, like, a vague, obscure reference to a real-life rock star. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. So, like, yeah. Like, he's Buddy Holly. You know what I mean? But, like, everyone is, like, you know what I mean? One of these... uh, so, what's his name? Uh, shoot. Name the band. Like, the, the dean of the school would have to be, like, um, shoot, what's his freaking name? Professor Hendricks. I don't know. <sighs> no, well, clo- uh, so, you know, Back to the Future? Yeah, a little bit. Who who did Johnny be good? I don't know. You don't know who, you know who did Johnny be good, Jordan. Come on. I don't, dude, I don't remember oh, that God. movie. I don't know who Johnny be good is. Oh, oh, You God. don't know the song Johnny be God, I'm an idiot. I thought you were talking about a character. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about a character, not the song. Chuck Berry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, like the dean of the school's name is Chuck and he's like a super old dude. You know what I mean? Like that's like everyone's a reference. Also, um, these, um, the gear, these giant robots, they're super powerful like pieces of technology and sometimes they um go rogue you know what i mean so there's a lot of pirates out there that try to like rob people and steal their gear and all this stuff um those are all juggalos (laughs) oh that's awesome that's so awesome so every time you run into like a clown faced um like guy that does weird rap rock from the south He's always he's always like an overweight guy who's like not wearing a shirt and he's all painted and then he starts rapping and it's really weird and awkward but he's kind of friendly. Yeah, oh that's gosh. those are pirates. They're jugglers. That's hilarious. They're all about family. It's like oh yeah, <laughs> family. <laughs> that's so funny that you had <laughs> jugglers in this. That's so good. Yeah, I was like writing this world and like literally <laughs> the. My my note on this is just like somewhere on the second season I wrote pirate juggalos. That's <laughs> it's just like so funny. Dude. One That's line awesome. pirate juggalos pirate <laughs> need juggalos. to be in your world. 
there's like an episode all about like finding the juggalo kingdom you know where they have like a juggalo hive and it's just all a bunch of pirate juggalos oh my gosh just doing the weirdest freaking music that i will never understand they're all on meth they're like missing teeth drinking fago it's all bad it's all bad you just like look at it and you're like, what is the audience for this? And I'm just like, I don't know. Meth heads, bro. It'll never make sense to me. Meth heads. Yeah, I guess. But it's just like, you'd, you'd think, you know, a meth head would probably be like, I don't know. I just assume they'd be listening to like Kenny Chesney or something like that. <laughs> no, no. But no. Anyways. <laughs> no, they listen to, they listen to Insane Clown Posse. Uh, anyways, that was my world. Um, I'm really happy. It's called, it, uh. Mecca Marshall Music Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to explain reasons or do you get it? Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I get it, but I'm really surprised there weren't any snakes. I'm really surprised there weren't any um, anime boobs flying around. I'm just, I, I'm glad well, that you, now, you made this sincere and I wasn't, ex- I thought you were going to throw in a couple of like low blows in there. And I'm really happy you did it. I re- look. Like, there I definitely awesome. are anime boobs in this show yeah. because there's. It's like set in a high school, and yeah, there are women there. Short, so short skirts. They're going to be represented. There's a panty shot every now and then. It's it's bad because anime. Oh yeah, bad. for sure. Like a really awkward out of nowhere. It's like in a really emotional scene. You know, someone will be crying about like how their brother died yeah, fighting a big monster, shot. and there'll be a panty shot. No. <laughs> it's not even their panties. It's just some <laughs> random character just walks by. You see the panties. Like, what? <laughs> Like okay, that happened in Sword Art Online. Ugh, ugh let's, let's not talk. Oh. There was like an emotional scene between two of the characters, and it just like for some reason the way it was framed, like one of the characters was laying down with her like legs spread open. Yeah, and it was just like zoomed in on her crotch for no reason. Like that was the framing of the conversation and, was just like her butt in center focus. Like and as much you guys are talking about like something unsexy right now <laughs> and as much as i love flcl and i think it's one of the better animes there's a lot of panty shots in flcl well in flcl though it feels like they're there on purpose it's, it's kind like, of the point like there's a we need to do an flcl well fully holy episode because there's a lot like packed in there that like i would love to deconstruct because yeah. it's it's really good it's more than just the panty shots and i feel like that a lot of times it is just a call out to some of the other, like, this gratuitous, I feel like, like fan it, it is animals. a mockery in FLCL. And, um, but it's also that, like, the show kind of is about, like, one of the characters coming to terms with, like, what sexuality is. Yeah. And with, like, older women that are all, like, weirdly into him because it's an anime, so of course they are. Yeah, multiple older women that are weirdly into him. Finding out the difference between being an adult and kid and, like, at the very end, learning that yeah. he is supposed to be a kid and not an adult. That's why I was like, oh, you're just a kid and she leaves. Yeah. Giving him the chance to just be a kid because this whole time he's trying to be an adult and try, like, to figure out what sexuality. We have the one, like, pervert character who's always, like, talking about, like, sex and stuff and, like, trying to figure out what sex. Are you talking about the dad or the grandpa? The dad, the grandpa, and his, like, one of his friends is a pervert, too. Turns it like makes a dirty joke character. about everything. Like, oh, you think they're doing it? Like oh. that type of thing. That character. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it also, as I mentioned in our text, first of all, you need to watch the trailer for the new season. Second of all, I love how Haru is straight up the bad guy, but she's seen as like being this femme fatale, like good character the whole time. But she's straight up the bad guy. Like the, I I do love that anime. But I started rewatching it again recently. Yeah, it's good. 
I honestly kind of want to watch it again, it even though I just finished it. Because I'm also the new season comes out in like two weeks. I'm happy. Oh, really? It's that soon? Yeah. I don't know how or where I'm going to watch oh, nice. it on, but I'm going to watch it. I don't have cable. I think technically right now I have cable television. I just never like hooked it up because it made my internet cheaper to get cable television. Yeah. Oh, see. I just didn't want to spend like do an extra like $50 just to watch four channels occasionally. Right. Occasionally no, I understand. Watch four channels. Cable TV is stupid. It really is, but you know. But anyways, I really liked your world. I'm I hope you liked mine. Mine was like I said a shotgun approach to please you, but I I, I don't it. think it was a shotgun approach. It made sense. I mean, mine was about giant robots fighting because of music, so it was a little bit random, it, but I enjoyed I it. I really like that idea, and I'm sad that you didn't just save that for Anime World, because I have a feeling that's going to be coming up pretty soon, honestly. Like, right? Now if we do Anime World, I guess I'm just like, done. Mecha Marshall Music Academy Season 3, where our main character becomes a pirate juggalo. Ugh, yuck. But for Space Odyssey... <laughs> Jordan, oh my gosh. Uh, no, no. I want to see you. No, no, Jordan. No, Jordan. Please no, put on Juggalo makeup. No, it would be no, so no, funny. No. Oh my gosh. Ew. Yuck. Ew. Um, Jordan. See, okay, my thing with Anime World, for Space Odyssey, that was like my anime idea. Because that's like the webcomic idea I wanted to start. And that's pretty much the closest I'll ever get to like making my own anime was my Space Odyssey idea. But... We're going to eventually have to do... It's, I feel like it's coming up soon, honestly. I don't know. I'm not going to rig it. I don't rig this show. So, anyways, I guess... I mean, we can keep talking and make this a full-length episode and have a bonus episode or whatever, but I'm going to roll, and I guess we could talk after that. No, go ahead Go, go ahead and roll. Okay. I want to see what we Let's got coming up next. Uh, oh, gosh. it's. I rolled 11. I didn't change that out. Hold on. Crap. Reroll. Yeah, I gotta, you gotta do a reroll because then otherwise you're just picking what's there. Yeah, sorry. Ah, oh, crap. Dang it. Party foul. Boo. Um, what should? I, here, think of a world that I can put in eleven because I don't like any of the ideas on the side. Just, just roll it okay. again. Just roll it again, and then we'll decide what we put there. <laughs> you're. I hate what? you so much because because he did this to me. Number eighteen. What volcanoes for days. <laughs> Oh, no. Cody, why did you do this to us? This is so hard. This is George. Seriously, we decided to do this podcast. Okay. And in one sitting, in 10 minutes, I wrote down all of those world ideas. And by the time I got to 18, <laughs> I had already filled in 20. So 18 was like my second to last idea. And I was just like, screw it, volcanoes for days. Okay, so Cody. Oh, man. First I'm of excited. all, like. This so I said we were gonna kind of split. Think of these as different seasons. So the first five was season one, second five was season two, this third five will be season three. So far we've done board game uh-huh. world, dream world, and volcano world. <laughs> volcano world's gonna be sick, dude. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do this. This is uh, I have an idea. <laughs> oh god. Oh my lord. I have an idea. I just got it. I got my idea from. No, I was just going to say I got my idea from playing um, B- Hots, Heroes of the Storm. Never yeah, heard got of an Heroes idea. Of the Storm. You should play Heroes of the Storm sometime. It's really fun. It's free. It's like League uh, of Legends, but for babies. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, So it's kind of like how Fortnite is. That was the least. No, but it's kind of, I'm sorry. Hang I on. had another thought in my head. So it's kind of like how Fortnite is PUBG for babies. 
Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. so yeah, it sounds cool. Sorry, I just had that second thought. That thought of my yeah was so unenthused. No, it's just like the least sincere thing you're ever... You, it's like absolutely the, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm saying this because it's rude to say yeah. no. It's fine, but, I understand. See, but you know. to be honest, I have so many other games and things that I want to be played. But anyways. No, 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 but, no it's fine. You okay, can so say volcano, no to me, but not say no because... Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. So Volcano for Days... No, it's fine. Cody, I mean, I'm not hurt. I'm just really mad Cody, at you. It's fine. Volcano for Days, what? is that more yes. than one volcano? Or is this that, like, you're saying... That is just like one volcano, or the whole Earth is volcanoes, or what? What does volcano for days mean to you, Jordan? It means volcanoes okay. for days. I got an right? idea. I wrote this in ten minutes. Yeah, we, I wrote okay. all of them. Also, in 10 we need to start filling up some more ideas because we're starting to run out of replacements. <laughs> Have we done twenty episodes no, yet? No, but we're starting to run out of replacements. Okay, then it's your job to come up with replacements. I've come, come up, up with, with every single replacement that we've put in so far. <laughs> Okay, we'll come up with another uh, one. Whatever, dude. Okay, so, um, I mean, we have... Cool. So, how's Wandering Gamer Network coming? Are you guys still doing episodes? Uh, new, yeah. Like, still doing I mean, new yeah. Crystal Heart episodes, or how that how's that campaign coming? So, Crystal Heart's going really good. Um, I think I did something ill-advised in my last arc, and I wish I hadn't done it, and I'm, like, kind of stuck with it now. You ever dig yourself into a trench? Like, what what or, like, do you dig, mean? You know, you're, like, like digging... was this trench you dug? This, so check this out. Like the first arc I did in Crystal Heart that was like my own, it was supposed to be like Sherlock Holmes. So there was like a secret society of people that were like manipulating stuff and they were using Crystal Hearts to yeah. whatever, you know, and they stopped like some rogue element of this organization. And um, then the second episode, basically, um, they got called in for a trial. This is spoilers. When's this going this up, Jordan? This is going up like in five weeks. Okay. Well, whatever. I, I doubt we have a lot of cross listenership. Yes, we don't. Super you don't Anyways, so at the end of your episodes, okay, you should you know start. What? Give like, me. We say you do Crystal Heart. At the end of your episodes, you should start saying that you do World Shop. Come on, man. Um. Don't ignore so, me. So yeah, are you still there? Here. I'm not ignoring you. Okay, so um, basically, this might get into some spoilers, but basically what happened was you found out that this organization that had been like trying to manipulate society and stuff, they were um, trying to endear themselves to a like technologically advanced group of people that used crystal hearts to turn themselves into demigods. Um, And so like... There were, the way I, I related it to my friends was it's like, basically, if Greek people actually could meet Hercules, uh. kind of like that. So these people were like mythical, but they actually existed. Um, and so the second episode started with like, there were kind of two gods of this, of this like city of advanced people. And one of them killed the other one because they were stagnating because they were like, one of them was like a god of creation and the other one was like a god of destruction kind of like that idea where they were like in tension with each other but that tension is what allowed for growth yeah, yeah. right is you know you can't just have no conflict ever because then no one would ever have any reason to do anything but too much conflict you just burn the world down so the god of like conflict basically killed his counterpart and they weren't like gods per se they just had very powerful crystal hearts um that gave them abilities um, and so then like this city of like super advanced, like kind of demigods, um, like starts to fall apart. 
And so then, and this is super spoilers, but whatever. Then in the next arc, they're going to have to like, so their job is to retrieve crystal hearts because they're like dangerous and store them. And these crystal hearts are what we're fueling this society of like super advanced people. So if they take the crystal hearts away, the society will die because it's like thousands of years old and no one's died in those thousands of years because they've been kept immortal by these crystal hearts. So they remove a crystal heart and take it back to their bosses like they're supposed to do. Society will die. But then it'll also like stop the society from kind of like falling apart anyways. So then their other option is to find a new vessel for this heart that was in this other guy. That's not a terrible plot when you say it out loud, but trying to get that across in an RPG has been very difficult for me, and I don't feel like I nailed it. So I'm like kind of annoyed at myself for like trying to go I'm too sure big you're doing just instead fine, of just kind of. <sighs> I mean, like, I've run enough games to know when it's slipping and it's slipping a little bit. So I'm like hoping this next one I can kind of like back a little bit. rally it and yeah and just kind of bring it to a conclusion that makes any sense um but i'm excited about my next one because i kind of get a redo because after the next arc this like larger story is over and i can kind of move on and so i'm doing i'm gonna do one about pirates basically so i'm excited for that because it's gonna be like sounds like it's gonna be pretty cool i'm i'm looking forward to the ghost pirates i'm like kind of scared about (laughs) This next arc. I don't think it's going to be good. Probably shouldn't be this honest. Listen to the Crystal Hearts on the Wandering Gamer Network. We don't hey, suck. Yeah, I'm just nervous. Really <laughs> Listen to the Crystal Hearts. And on Crystal Heart, you should be hearing about how you should be listening to World Shop at the end of each episode. Because yeah. I advertise for you. Why the heck don't you advertise for us? This is us, Cody. Jordan, you know what's really embarrassing? Do you know who edits Crystal Heart? Who edits Crystal Heart? I do. Do you know who did the intro and the outro for Crystal Heart? You do. Oh boy, is it Cody. Um, So I really could just record it and just be like, hey, listen to World Shop, the podcast I do with my friend Jordan. But I just haven't done it yet because I'm a piece of garbage. I think we're a team, but you know that we're not a team and it hurts. Just think about all the times you've been like, hey, Cody, can you send me an episode? And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. It's just basically a clip. Hey, Cody, can you put um, a shout out to World Shop? Yeah, I'll do it. Five weeks later, still hasn't done it. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, that's that's like my thing. It's right. like my MO. So um, anyways, check out Crystal Heart um, Wandering Gamer Network. I'll, I always post a link in the episode so you guys can check it out over there. Um. This summer, I should be getting my stream up. Me and Mel, we're going to be playing Life is Strange on stream and being Max does everything wrong on Life is Strange. So it's going to be fun. Life is Strange is kind of a heavy game, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's decently heavy. Gotcha. So it's not like a makeout game. No. You know, like a, a video game. game that you make out during. No, it's not. A, it's not a makeout game. It's, it's decently heavy. It's pretty fun. There's there's a crime drama happening. And I'm excited. But like we've we've both already played it, so we know what we're going for. But we're gonna play it again. It's gonna be kind of what I wanted to do with the game Beyond Two Souls of have Jody ruins everything. But it's gonna if anybody's played that game, they'll know what I'm talking about. But um, with Life is Strange, Max is bad at everything and ruins everything. So I was really confused because I was like, well, how's Mel gonna do that? Because she like has a job. How are you gonna have like a regular yeah, stream? Breaks, and then I was buddy. like, oh yeah, 
yeah she, also uh, she she's going vacation. to be able to guest more on this if, if she's available so when she's here over the summers she'll guest more which will be fun yeah and I'm we excited. can eventually have um mandy come on because you know oh yeah if she wants to sure yeah i would love to have your wonderful wife or anybody else you want to have guests but that's for a, a different conversation that's not the end of this podcast <laughs> anyways it's been fun guys i'm closing it out as usual with nothing else to say we'll talk to you next week with our world's volcanoes for days thanks cody for the awful idea bye Jordan, you have the most awkward outros I have Just ever heard in my bye. entire life. Just say bye. Okay. Jordan, you want me to you want me to do the outro for you? Yeah, do it. Or do you just want to like go. mumble on for here we go, here's the outro. You ready for it? Thanks for listening to this episode of World Shop. Bye. Boom. Done. Five sentence. Just five words. You're done. Look, dude. I, I did a pen drop. I do like to have kind of more of a roundup, but yeah, that's way better. <laughs>